All right, everybody ready to get started? Yeah. yeah, I'm Gary Rayburn, and welcome to Lonesome Road Ministries Threefold Chord Conference. We're going to have a great three days here. We're going to get started in just a few minutes uh, with Jim and Ann Davenport, and then Ava Kasich, Sunshine Road, Roger Barkley Jr., and the Redemption Band. And then Richard Koss is going to be here about 4.45. He's going to bring us a message. And then we're going to have a, a great meal by Georgie's Southern Fried Fish. <laughs> have you heard that uh, the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade? Yeah. Woo! <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That is the country has just made a turn to, to head back to where we need to be. So we need to keep praying. Y'all have been praying for that decision. And God hears our prayers. He really does. So we got to keep praying, whatever we do. So let's open this up with prayer. And uh, first, I, first thing I want to do is I want to bring my wife up here, Linda. Linda Rayburn. <laughs> And I want to bring my uh, radio partner, Fred Mooney, up here. And Alice McCormick, she has joined our staff, and she has been uh, a big help. She has uh, helped us out and taken uh, over where Burtis Knight, he left us and went, went on to heaven last year. Sandra, his wife, she hasn't been able to keep coming down because, well, the price of gas is ridiculous, right? And so uh, she's not been able to do that. She's doing a ministry elsewhere, and uh, she's continuing doing ministry. So we want to pray for, uh, for Sandra. You know, Burtis was a, a great big help here. He, he prayed over every CD his fingerprints were on every CD that left this building, and he prayed over them, him and Sandra, and now Alice has taken over, and she is praying over these CDs and uh, touching every one of these CDs that go out all across the country. And now we're changing and doing some other things, and we're going to talk about a lot of that here in a little bit. But uh, things is changing, but uh, what we want to do is open with prayer, and we want to dedicate this conference to uh, people that have went on to be with the Lord, like Burtis Knight. I just heard today where uh, Carlin Loker, he's always been back there in the sound booth for every conference. His dad just uh, lost his life in, a, in an accident, of all things. Uh, he was cutting trees, and a tree fell on him. And uh, so that, I think that happened, what, Wednesday, you said? Yeah. Fred? Yeah. That just happened Wednesday, and they, and they didn't find him until the next day, I think. So Cardin was down in uh, uh, Kentucky, I believe, Kentucky Lake camping, and they're headed back this way, and they're devastated. But I want to tell you a little bit about Gail Loker. Uh, that was Cardin's dad. Last year, when we was getting ready to open this place, we looked up there, and we, we had no screens. And I, I was telling Carlin, I said, man, we got to have some screens because James wants to put something on the screen. He said, well, we can maybe borrow some from the church or something. And 
I said, well, that'd be nice. Uh, maybe we can do that. And he said, I can put a little table out here, and we'll put a projector there and shoot it up on the screen. And people will know that we need money for screens, and maybe they'll donate <laughs> for some new screens. And I said, okay, that's what we'll do. Well, the next day, I got a check from Michigan for $1,500. Uh, I said, Linda, we, there's one of our screens right there. And I called Carter and told him, and, and he said, well, I still bring that uh, projector for you. And then we went to church on Sunday. Gail Loker, Carden's dad, he didn't know any of this was going on. Uh, Carden hadn't talked to him about it or anything. He came up to me after church and he said, I read your article about your ministry in the magazine, Outlook magazine that they hear, have here in Wayne County. He said, you're doing some amazing things. He said, I bet you need help, don't you? I said, yeah, I need a lot of help. <laughs> You have no idea how much help I need. <laughs> they know. <laughs> and he said, well, he said, God spoke to me while I was reading that article, and he wants me to help your ministry. He said, what do you need? I said, I don't know. I said, ask God. <laughs> and he said, well, he said, I'll be down to your ministry, your church tomorrow, which was Monday. And he came down, and, and he handed me an envelope, and I opened that envelope, and there was a check for $3,000. And I, and I said, you just bought our screens. <laughs> so we were headed for Evansville, uh, met Randy and Barb over at Evansville over there, and we picked out these two screens on Monday, I think it was, and brought them back and got them hung up there before the conference started. So that's how God works, and that's how God uses his people and I know that Gail Loker is in heaven. I know that Burtis Knight is in heaven. Uh, Linda just lost her brother, David. We're dedicating this, this whole conference to people that have went on to be with the Lord. They was here with us last year, but they're not here this year. And I know there's others, and we're going to find out and dedicate this conference to each and every one of them. Uh, but Linda's brother, uh, he had a troubled life his whole life. He, he just run from God his whole life. A couple months before he, he passed away, he started coming back to the Lord. He started reading his Bible. He started listening and watching Christian television, and he, and he gave his heart back to the Lord. And just before, he, you know, just a few months before he went on to be with the Lord, he came back, and he is in heaven right now celebrating what's going on around here. There's others. Uh, Brenda Jones is right here, and Brenda just lost her husband uh, last Christmas or December, January. Just lost her. They was here last year and came and donated eggs for our conference, and they took a tour of the of the facility, and and they've been a part of our ministry for several years now. And Butch Butch Jones has been went on to be with the Lord in January, and this conference is dedicated to him to people that have went on to be with the Lord. Is there somebody else that has lost a loved one? I know uh, David McClure, he's always been here at our conference, and his wife Sarah was here last year, and uh, she lost her life to COVID. And that's what got Bird, I think. Oh, they don't know, but uh, that COVID is, is uh, straight from hell. Satan has sent that to destroy America, but we're not going to let it. We're going to rise up just like we did voting Roe versus Wade 
down. And now we're coming back. Christians are going to bring this country back. And that's what God has called each and every one of us to do is to share the gospel, spread a net across America. So is there somebody else that, that has lost a loved one within the last year that's here today? Yeah. Uh, David Walcott. Yep, David Walcott was a big part of this ministry. He's going to be speaking tomorrow. He lost his wife. So this conference is dedicated to her memory, too, along with all the names that we mentioned. And we'll probably mention some more tomorrow when we, when we have more people here. So remember... Yes. David also lost his sister to uh, this last year. So there's another one. And, and their memories will never die. Jay Leeson, one of our chaplains uh, for Channel 21 Ministry, just lost his mother um, uh, to uh, cancer, I believe it was. I'm not sure. But there's another one. Uh, he's one of our chaplains out on the road. And he won't be here this year, but he just lost his mother. So there has been, uh, you know, the people that are sitting here today, come next year, you never know who's going to be gone. Okay, so we're going to pray, and we're going to dedicate this conference to those memories of uh, our loved ones. And there's other people that need prayer right now. So, Father, we do thank you. We praise you for everything that you're doing. Lord, we thank you for the decision that the Supreme Court made. Lord, we know that it's because your people cried out to you. And Lord, they just cried out from their hearts. And you heard their hearts and you overturned that decision. And Lord, we pray for those uh, loved ones that we've lost. Lord, give us comfort. Give us peace. Help us to get through this time that we're in right now. And help those that are going through it right now to know that you are on the throne and you are in charge. And, and you will uh, heal our land, Lord, and heal our bodies and heal our people if we just cry out to you. And Father, we're crying out right now for those that are hurting, those that are sick, those that have lost loved ones. Lord, we just lift them up to you. And Lord, help, this, uh, help us all to... Uh, turn our eyes to you this weekend, Lord, and praise your name like we've never done it before. And lift up the name of Jesus so that others will see you. There's going to be people walking in these doors this weekend that are lost and they don't know what to do. But Lord, if they see that we have hope, that we have a relationship with you, that they will want that, and they will hunger for that, and they will seek that, and you will, you will deliver salvation for many, many souls. God, help us to be everything that you've called us to be. Help us to stretch a net across America, and with God, we give you the praise for what you're doing in our lives and in this ministry, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, y'all ready to praise the Lord? All right, Jim and Ann Davenport is going to kick us off today, and then we're going to have a great day, and, and don't forget, we're going to have fish fry tonight. Y'all out there that are watching, come on in. There's plenty of time. We're going to be here all weekend. Jim and Ann Davenport from, uh, uh, used to be Texas, 
And now they're from Eureka Springs, Arkansas, down there at the Passion Play. And uh, what a great work that they're doing down there. God has planted them there. You know, they used to be evangelists that go out and share the gospel everywhere they went. Now God just planted them there, and he just brings the people to them, and they get to share the gospel. Now, ain't God cool? Praise the Lord. I told the Lord it was getting hard for me to travel, but I didn't want to give up evangelism, so he just fixed that. We just Sometimes we get 200 people coming through there wanting salvation, want to be healed. It's, oh, it's just been awesome, and I don't have to travel. We've talked to more Texans since we've been there than we did when we yeah. lived in Texas. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it off by doing one of the new songs, probably the title song of my new album that's going to be completed. And if y'all want to... Getting these, you'll, if you'll give me your address and everything, I'll seal them when they're ready. But this is one that uh, Bill Shell wants me to title it to. He loves this song, and it's called Red Letters. So I want to do it first time, so if I mess up, y'all. Red letters of the Bible, so awesome and clear Spoken by the Master for those who want to hear Instructions for all of us to live without fear Red letters of the Bible, I hold them so dear Written in red If you need direction Well, it's written in red Just search through the Bible For words Jesus said And you will find All the answers Are written in red My husband wrote this song I helped him a little about tomorrow trust in him today just read the red letters and they'll show you the way well, there's a way to reach heaven and there's a way to be fed red letters of the bible i hold them so dear if you Written in red If you need direction Well, it's written in red Search through the Bible for words Jesus said and you will find All the answers are written in red Search through the Bible for words First time I've seen it, so praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jason, stand up here a minute. He's going to give a testimony. Amen. I just wanted to 
kind of give a testimony about being faithful to God and how he is to blessing us for being faithful. Ran into, met James Payne several years ago and we started kind of learning about planting seeds and tithing and whatnot from him. And since then, I've actually kind of opened my heart to God more and listening to what he's got to say. And just one little story is when, uh, when Chaplain Gary here, he, we were on one of our phone calls that we do on Monday nights, and he actually uh, had mentioned that he had some chairs that he needed brought up here after he got this building from North Carolina. And he just said if one of the drivers that are on the call happened to be coming through North Carolina, grab those chairs and bring them with him. So uh, while he was talking about that, God told me, you got, you know, $1,200 in your maintenance account, which I now, mind you, I'm in an older truck, broke down a lot, trust me, many times on the side of the interstate, being pulled off by a wrecker. And uh, he's like, you got $1,200 in your maintenance account. I want you to take that, use it to get those chairs over there to Lonesome Road. Told my wife that at the same time. Of course, we were, I was in Florida and she was in, at home. So uh, get off the phone with uh, the call, and I called Gary back and told him, well, God just told me to bring those, you know, rent a U-Haul, bring those chairs to you. Called her, and she, she said the same thing. She said, but she didn't want to offer my money up because she figured I'd have a fit, you know, because I, I have a fit about my maintenance account, you know. So uh, anyway, we, I parked the truck. We went and did this. Three weeks later, God had me in a 2019 truck with 197,000 miles on it. And since then, I've been running for a different company. Um, I'm leased onto them, I own the truck. And I have had the best year, well, almost two years now, than I've ever had driving truck in all the years I've been out there. And, you know, if you'll just do as God asks, don't question it. Just take that and do it. I mean, I, I've done it to where I've had my last bit of money, and I've sent it off because God said do this. And I'm telling you, he is faithful if you are, and he will bless you beyond measure. So just, you know, being faithful, tithing, you know, planting seeds, things like that, it works. And God, you can't find out. I mean, you cannot outgive God. You just can't. So... That's just that's a little bit of a testimony about being faithful to God. He'll he'll be faithful to you. Trust me. He's my rock, my sword, my shield. He's a wheel in the middle of the wheel. Can I get a witness? Tell me, can I get a witness? He's a lily of get a witness come on y'all help and i get a witness he's the rock of all ages the king of kings to see he's the holy lamb of glory he is king of kings he's the alpha and omega the beginning and the end well, he's the way the truth the light the door He's my dearest friend. 
friend Can I get a witness And you say amen Take it away, Joe Because I can't 
Yesterday, his name's Terry Greider. Come up here, Terry. He was telling me about how he found out about Lonesome Road Ministry, which was years ago, and it was rig ministry then. So, you know, all these uh, letters here across the altar—they're all testimonies of people that have, have found out about our ministry in one way or the other. And but Terry, uh, he showed up yesterday, and he was telling me about about uh, how he come to know about us, so I'm going to let him tell you. Wow. Yeah, go ahead. God bless you, man. This has been an experience for me. It's taken me about three years to get here, but a long, long time ago, I guess 2000, about 2005, um, I was riding my four-wheeler out in in this place my wife calls uh, the deliverance place. It was like maybe a population of two or something like that and uh, of course I was no shirt and I was out in the middle of nowhere and there's a little bitty gas station and so I, I, I don't know why I just stopped in there maybe I'd get a drink or something and stopped in there and there wasn't nobody in there really and I looked around and there's a CD sitting there and uh, so I put that CD in my four-wheeler and Took off down the road, down by the river uh, bottoms, and had fun that day. And I stuck that CD on a radio. On the, my mom had bought me a, a radio CD player kind of thing, and I just set it up there. And I tried to listen to it, and I heard uh, some grumbling. And I don't know what I don't know what it was. You know, it was all kinds of weird language, and it was, Oh Tony Mac, Oh how I love Jesus. Jesus, you know, and I thought, I ain't listening to that, you know, and then uh, I guess it was uh, 2009, my brother passed away, and he was my father, my dad, my, my, my uh, 
brother, my, uh, I worked for him. He was my boss. He played guitar with me. And uh, I, you know, gave my, my life to Christ in 2008 and, uh, in December. And he died in uh, February '09. And he had uh, written a bunch of songs and I recorded him. And so he, when he passed away, I stayed with Christ. I had quit drinking and I'd quit smoking. And I went ahead and grabbed those CDs and listened to them. And this is where it gets a little bit, you know, tough is I called Gary and I was just by myself mostly. And uh, when I did that, uh, I told myself I was going to donate some money, you know, and so I'd come up with like, I had like 200 bucks or so in, in my safe and I sent that off to him and next thing you know, I got this shoebox or some kind of packet full of CDs. And so I'm like, okay, so this is what God wants me to do now is change my life and, and start passing CDs out, talking to people. And I passed all them out. I listened to every one of them. I listened to them on the, I listened to Tony Mack, to uh, Jim, to Gary, to, um, <laughs> I, I listened to, you know, uh, a man called Norm, um, just all kinds of different, you know, CDs. And I'd, I'd pick certain people out and I'd pass them out. And uh, so I finally told, I kept telling my wife, I want to come down here, I want to come down here, I want to come down here. So this year I said, we're going. And so we drove our camper down here, and she followed me in the car, you know. Uh, so we'd have a ride over here and everything. We're staying at the archway over here, archway RV, RV park. Come find out when I got here. And you guys know the blessings that are going on in here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, come find out. Well, I, asked, I asked Gary, I said, Gary... Is your wife the one that quit chewing tobacco for you? And he goes, no, 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 that's not, that's not her. And uh, so, because I get a little mixed up when I hear these CDs and stuff about who's who, you know. And uh, so, <laughs> that was her, Linda, going down to Griffin, a Nowhereville, and putting a CD in there. And that, that's a, God had a purpose. For that and he brought me here Evansville I'm in Wadesville Indiana so that's good to in Wadesville Indiana yes ma'am and you know where Griffin's at you know by the river and uh, you know it's just been unbelievable Ann is your wife Jim is that her name yeah man right behind me yeah she she blessed me prayed with me and healed me with Jesus. She says she didn't do it. But uh, a lot of good things are going on. And I love the Lord. Thank you. All right. Well, praise the Lord. This is his first time here. And we're, we're going, we usually have a meet and greet and find out all of our first time people that's come to our conference. And we're going to do that today some t- throughout the singing, okay? God is wanting to use us all, and we all cry out when God calls us to do something. We all say the same thing. Who, me? <laughs> I couldn't do that. There's no way. 
That's, that was my cry when God called me to start a tape ministry back in uh, 1999. I said, there's no way I can't do it. But I found out with God, we can do, all things are possible. God will supply everything we need if we just step out in faith. And this, this building, this place, this conference is living proof that God wants to use us all. He really does. Uh, from a cassette tape ministry to CDs, podcasts, radio programs, now we're starting our own radio station. That's what God wants to do with all of us. He wants to raise us up to new levels beyond anything that we could ever dream, hope, or imagine. And all we got to do is say, here am I, Lord. Use me. Use me. And so that's our cry. God, we want to be used. And that's what you, each and every one of you are here for because you're ready to go to the next level. There is a new level, and God has it for all of us. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, yeah, but Ava Kasich is here, and she is going to sing next. We're going to let her get ready. Uh, is there somebody here that wants to share a real quick testimony while she gets up there and gets ready? Is there anybody here that's for the first time, first time they've ever been to our conference? Yeah, right there they are. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, boy, get ready, because we want you to share something about what God is doing in your life and why, why you're here. So what do you, which, who's speaking? Uh, we want to know who the people from Evansville are. Over here? Anybody else from Evansville? Over there? Did, did you ever go through uh, uh, Plymouth, La Paz, South Bend area and start, stop at a big barn sale? Any of you? Well, the reason I said that is because somebody from Evansville stopped at our barn sale. And, and we like to talk to the people that come in, so we're, we're talking to him, and he's still in the building, and I'm following him to their car, and they get out to the car and say, Hey, listen to this. You could tell they were, they were Christians, our brothers and sisters, because of the way they talked. And, and he said, hey, listen to this. Listen to this sometime. It's one of your tapes or CDs. Yeah, okay. Well, how many days went by? You know, finally we put it in. And we're like, whoo, blowed away. I think it was David Gibbs, The Voice. Oh, gives you holy goosebumps to even just to mention it. And... We, we camp in the wintertime, Florida, maybe, maybe not this year, but anyway, we take your tapes, CDs, especially the motorhome. Oh, man. That David Gibbs, he sure knows how to tell a story. And we're in, we're in a campground, so we give it out. We've given out that, lots of them. And uh, I always put my name on it, and I tell him that you guys will, you want some more, call him, he'll send it to you. You won't ask for no money. Except for we always, sell, send, we always send money. And people that listen to them, I'm sure they're going to send you money because it's such a blessing. And uh, my number on there, and I say I text, hoping to get a reply from these people. I don't know how many we've handed out, you know, that 
Oh, I just was so, I said, send me a, a, a reply. Oh, I hated that. Don't give them out to nobody else or something, you know. But I said, if you're blessed, let me know what you think of that tape. Didn't get any. But someday I'll get a reply. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You ready, Ava? Yes, sir. Well, this is my second year here. Thank you. It's always an honor to get to come here. I, I, I love... I love what Chaplain Gary's doing in this area and what all of y'all who are chaplains and all of y'all who are associated with this association are doing. Amen? Amen. We all have a work to do. Every one of us has a work to do. And I am willing to do whatever God wants me to do. I'll go where he says go and I'll do what he says do. Whether I feel like it, whether I want to, it does not matter. He's my, vo my boss. Is he yours? Oh, yeah. Well, some of you got him for a boss. I don't know about the rest of you. He's my boss, and I do exactly what he wants me to do, the best that I can do. And as long as I do that, he's going to keep his hand on me. The last time I was here, I was going in to, to have neck surgery in December. Well, guess what? I know what it feels like to have your throat cut. Because I have definitely had my throat cut. And the doctor said, I cannot promise you that you'll be able to sing when this is over. And I said, if God wants me to, I will. But if he doesn't, I'll do something else. Amen? That's a hard place to get to when you've sang professionally for 42 years on the road. But I was willing to do whatever God wanted me to do. It's not exactly where I want it to be right now, but it's coming back, y'all. God is not going to take away what he gave me. I know that. And he's not going to let man do it. Amen. Whew. So I do the best that I can do and let God take over. How's that? streets with gold are laid, where a tree of life is blooming, and where the roses never sweet little mama over there that's waiting for me. I have 
some brothers that are waiting and a lot of family members. But most of all, I want to see my Jesus. Amen? That's the one I can't wait to see. Loved ones gone to be with Jesus. forward to that city. Y'all think about it. If we could get a glimpse of what heaven's going to be like, we'd all be trying to die. There wouldn't any of us want to be here. But we can't comprehend it. We can read about it. But it's still not going to be like when we walk through them pearly gates. I may limp on this side, but buddy, when I get through them gates, there'll be no more limping. And there'll be no more vocals that'll go away because I'm going to be praising my Lord forever and ever and ever. Amen? Woo! I'm looking forward to it. I had a request to do this song. I told Miss Tammy, I said, she said, what you singing today? I said, I have no idea. And I don't. I walk up here and I let God do what he wants to do through me. I don't make a list because he always changes it. Right, Roger? He does. Because what I wanted and always what he wants. But Tammy asked for this song. And I thank God don't care if I sang it for her. She said, this is Jason's favorite. And they're the reason that I'm here. Because they invited me to come last year to come up here. And then he broke his foot and couldn't come. I showed up, he didn't. <laughs> but anyway, I want to do this song for him. This song be became uh, a really good song for me. Um, God gave it to me. And it's blessed a lot of people. And it's called The River Runs Red. There is a river That comes from above it's full of His power And filled with His love There's life everlasting In this river that flows 
from the heart of the Father and through the blood of the Son the river runs red the river runs red it started at Calvary and it has no end it brings salvation cleanses all sin the river runs red the river runs red are you thankful for that river today? Without the blood of Jesus, we couldn't have salvation. There are those who are struggling, afraid to wade in. They're too scared to surrender. They're still bound by their sin. But it's freely given If you choose to get in Won't you step in by faith And let your healing begin The river runs red The river runs red it started at Calvary and it has no end it brings salvation cleanses all sin the river runs red River runs red. It brings salvation, cleanses all sin. The river runs red. The river runs red. The river. I'm thankful for that river. In 2010, I was sent home to die. If you're doing something for God, the devil's going to do his best to kill you. You might as well just get ready for it. But you know what? That makes me happy. When I go through trouble and I go through trial and I go through sickness and heartache and it looks like I ain't going to make it, that's when I know I'm doing right. Amen. It makes me joyful. People think I'm nuts. I don't care what they think. I know what God wants. He wants a willing vessel. Well, guess what? I am one. I love that song that you did. 
Jesus, use me. That's my prayer every day. Lord, send me where I need to go. I don't call nobody and ask them if I can come to sing. I don't. Because I want to be where He wants me. If they call me, I go. If I say I'm going, I'm going. I'd crawl to get here if God had them call me and ask me. Because He takes care of me. And they're not going to call me unless He tells them to. Because I ain't calling and asking. I need to be where He wants me. Yeah, we all want to sing in big churches, don't we, Roger? We want big offerings. But that may not be where God needs you. Think about it. Are you doing it for what He needs or are you doing it for what you need? Uh-oh. I better quit that. I done stepped on something. I done stepped in something right there. But you know what? He'll make a way for you where there seems to be no way. But in 2010, I was sent home to die. Guess what? I'm still here. Looking for answers. You need a way out. You've been trapped in your trial. Full of sorrow and doubt. You caught a trickle of sun. But you found no escape But just hold on to his promises He said that he'd make a way He'll make a way Yes, he will In the middle of nowhere When it seems no one Oh, he's right by your side He'll make a way When you feel Satan closing in (laughs) Don't give up and don't give in He'll make a way right on time Do you believe it? Standing at the Red Sea With no place to go Pharaoh's army was closing in And they'd soon overthrow Oh, but right out of nowhere There came a mighty strong
excited. Yes, I do. Because what man says is not what God says. Amen? They sent me home to die, told me I had two weeks to live. <laughs> I could have got all tore up over that. Y'all just went on Facebook and just said all kinds of stuff to get as much sympathy as I could. I never told a soul. The only two that knew it was my husband and myself. I didn't want no sympathy because I had a peace in my heart that passes all understanding. I knew I was a winner either way, if I go or if I stay. And that's what I told the doctor. So he sent me home. I said, if I'm going to die, I'll die at home. I went home on Sunday morning. I went home on Friday on Sunday morning. I said, I want to go to church. I couldn't walk, shook like this all the time. But I wanted to be in the house of God. That's where I wanted to be. I don't care what's wrong with you. If you're not contagious, you need to be in a house of God somewhere. You might accidentally get something. It's the truth. I went to church Sunday morning, couldn't even tell you what they talked about. I was so sick. Went home and I laid down for a couple hours and I looked at my husband and I said, I'm going back. He thought I'd lost my mind. He had to dress me. I couldn't even dress myself. But I wanted to be in God's house. I was getting ready to go home. <laughs> Ooh, yes, I was. I went and I know exactly what the preacher talked on. He talked on a little bit of faith. He said, all you had to have was the size of a grain, a grain of a mustard seed. That's not even the mustard seed. I said, Lord, I got that. You know how I know? Because he said he gave unto everyone a measure of faith. I believe that's that grain. It's up to you whether you use it. And it's up to you whether you make it grow. Mine right now is the size of a pumpkin. You can't sway me one way or the other when it comes to my faith. Because I know in whom I believe. And I know what he can do and what he did for me, he'll do for you. He said he was no respecter of person. But I wrote this song. Rocky Smith and I got together in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. This was the very first song we wrote. This was my testimony. They didn't know what was wrong with me. They couldn't find it. They sent my blood work overseas to have it tested. They couldn't find what was wrong here. God knew what was wrong and he fixed it. I sit there and listen to my pastor. I said, I know I got enough faith to be healed. I said, take me to the front. I went so many times, you can still see my footprints in the carpet. I believe in the power of prayer. But I can pray for you all day long until you ask God for what you need. You may not get it. He said, you have not because you ask not. That's a hard one, ain't it? Yeah, it is. I know. I've been there. So I went down, they prayed for me, couldn't, couldn't do nothing. Went home, sick as a dog, never felt nothing. On Monday morning, I woke up healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Don't tell me God don't do it. I got me where I needed to be. I believed what he said. He said, by his stripes, I was healed. No matter what I felt. 
And I've been going ever since, y'all. Just as hard as I can go. I'm 68 years old and proud of it. I almost wasn't here. It was 2010. Ha, I look pretty good for a dead woman, don't I? Yeah, I know. I look in the mirror every day and say, God, thank you for giving me another chance to do something else for you. Amen? We ain't here just to take up space. Jesus. They found out what was wrong with me, by the way. My immune system turned on every organ in my body and was killing my organs. I did not have two weeks left. But God. Amen? <laughs> Ooh, I love him. But I, we, Rocky and I wrote this song. This is my testimony. It's called Looking Back. And I'll shut up. I know, but probably took all my time. God took it. Disease had filled my body. My flesh was weak. But I kept believing on my knees. Nothing more man could do. But I knew God's grace would see me through Even though sometimes my heart was filled with doubt The Bible says by His stripes we were healed Amen And I know that this power is so real you see the doctors they sent me home to die but my faith never failed and God's word again prevailed now here I stand on the victory Love for you. 
Hallelujah. Without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track the preacher had read, his words still echoing in the back of my head. We don't like to close any program without offering you the chance to give God your heart. So pray with me right now, just a simple little prayer. Pray, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Lord, I surrender all to you. I want to give you my heart right now, Lord. And then I want you to mold me into the person that you want me to be. Help me to live for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus at the foot of the cross, broken hearted and lonesome. So long I've been lost, I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree.